ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everybody in between. Welcome to another episode of the Jake Botel Sports Experience. My name is Jake Botel and I am your host and today I'll be taking you through my quick preview of the upcoming National Hurling League final between Cork and Waterford in the National Hurling League. Uh, if you'd like to get up to speed on how we arrived at these two finalists, you can check out my game recaps uh, of both the semi-finals, which are available on YouTube up there. Um, all right, let's crack into this preview for you. So, Cork and Waterford, the National Hurling League final to be played at Semple Stadium this Saturday, April the 2nd at 7.15pm. That's Irish time. Um, and how did we end up here? Let's have a look at the results uh, for Cork on the way to making this final. The Rebels, they were in Division 1A of the National Hurling League. They faced off, first of all, against rivals Clare. They won that game convincingly, two goals 30 to two goals 21. That scoreline actually a little bit flattering uh, on Clare. Um, Cork really did control the majority of that game, and there was some late scoring from Clare that really made it look closer than it was. Game two, they trounced Offaly, uh, who have since been relegated down to Division 2, uh, four goals 25 to one goal 15. Then they went to Limerick, to play the reigning All-Ireland champions. This was a big game for Cork. They lost in that All-Ireland final last year to Limerick. They really got dismantled um, by Limerick. And they returned the favour here. A small measure of revenge for the Rebels, uh, winning two goals, 19 to one goal, 13, in the house of their rivals. Again, this score flattered Limerick a little. Cork really were on top for the majority of this. and and. And it could have been a, a wider margin of victory in the end. Cork really laid down a marker in that game. Game four, another win. Four on the trot. They won one goal, 26 to 23 points uh, against Henry Shefflin's Galway team. Had their first loss of the campaign at Wexford. A plucky Wexford team playing with a lot of confidence. Cork went down one goal, 17 to one goal, 22 to the men in purple and yellow that meant they made a semi-final against kilkenny the cats um you know one of the greatest hurling teams uh of all time kilkenny uh definitely the most dominant team of this 21st century uh hurling but in a bit of a transitional phase rebuilding perhaps towards glory cork they won this game one goal 27 to two goals 20 Turned around a halftime deficit, I believe, um, uh, off the top of my head. I'm sure they were down at halftime, Cork, and came storming back and rolled Kilkenny over in the second half. So that was how Cork booked their spot in the final. They scored on the way 11 goals, 144 points, conceded 7 goals, 114 points for a plus 42 scoring differential. Uh, some of the players to look at in terms of the top scorers for this Cork team. You had Shane Kingston, four goals, 21 points for a total of 33 points. You had Conor Lahan, one goal, 
18 points for a total of 21. Patrick Horgan, no goals yet on this campaign, 18 points, total of 18. And Dara Fitzgibbon, two goals, 11 points for a total of 17. So those four players combined have scored seven of Cork's uh, 11 goals this season, um, a total of 89 points uh, for the Rebels in 2022 campaign. All right, let's flip over and have a look at Waterford. So Waterford, we're playing out of Division 1B. They opened the campaign with a draw against a really tough Dublin side. Dublin were really up for the fight this year in the league, and I think they'll be looking to take that into championship as well. So a draw for Waterford to start, 2-15-0-21 at the Dubs. Then three wins in a row, starting with a trouncing of epic proportions of Leash, winning seven goals, 31 to zero goals, 19. They beat Antrim 321 to 222 uh, in what was a pretty decent game. Antrim, um, the men in Saffron really playing well. A win against Tipperary, a rival Tipperary team. Uh, dispatch tip, my team pretty handily, really. One goal, 28 to zero, 21. Really ran away with it after some early tip um, ferocity. Waterford just too good uh, for Tipperary. Then a loss at Kilkenny. They lost 21 to two goals, 21. And there were some questions asked after the manner in which Kilkenny rolled them over in the second half. Um, those questions, though, were answered in the semi final against Wexford. One of the biggest obliterations uh, of the tournament so far. Waterford winning five goals, 20 to 16 points for Wexford uh, in the semi-final. As I said in my game recap of, uh, of Waterford and Wexford, Waterford could have had eight or nine goals. Uh, Mark Fanning, the keeper for Wexford, kept out a number of shots. Uh, it was uh, really just threat after threat. Waterford on the Wexford goal. They scored five in the end, but they, as I said, they could easily have had another four or five goals, if not for some terrific saves um, from Mark Fanning in the Wexford goal. So all up, Waterford cash in on the scoreboard, on the trail to the final, putting 18 goals into the net, 136 points over the bar. They concede four goals, so just the four goals. Um, Antrim and Kilkenny, the only teams to ripple Waterford nets this season, and 120 points for a plus 58 scoring differential for Waterford. The players who have done the scoring for Waterford at the top, you've got Stephen Bennett, six goals, 40 for a total of 58 points. Austin Gleeson, three goals, 22 points. We'll get to some notes about Gleeson shortly for a total of 31. Patrick Curran, one goal, 18 for 21 points. Colin Dunford, Two goals and three points for a total of nine on the way here. Uh, I think if Desi Hutchinson had played in more of the campaign, uh, he's only been back the last two games for Waterford, he probably would feature in that top four because he looked very dangerous against Wexford on the weekend. So a total of 12 goals, 83 points, a total of 119 points between those four players. This game for me uh, is going to be a cracker. They're two teams. They've looked like the two teams probably who have taken the league the most seriously. Um, for those who aren't necessarily uh, familiar with the ins and outs of hurling, you've got the National Hurling League, 
And that builds up to the All-Ireland uh, Senior Hurling Championship, which is much more what it's all about. The, the, the league serves some sort of pre-season. Um, it's a competitive pre-season tournament, really. Um, and a lot of teams will experiment a bit with lineups and that sort of thing in this time. You don't see every one of the star players play. Different teams take different approaches. I think the four teams that made it to semifinals were probably the four teams that did take it the most seriously. Um, Waterford, Cork, Wexford, and who am I forgetting? I've forgotten someone. Kilkenny. There you go. Um, and the two teams who have looked at the form teams of the comp really made it to the final. Um, Cork looking to seek revenge um, for that All-Ireland defeat. And this is only a small step on their journey towards uh, accomplishing that revenge. They just want to start this season with some silverware and then get to championship in rip-roaring form. Uh, Waterford uh, would like to win, I believe it would be a first league title um, since 2015, I think. They won the league last. They want to return to the All-Ireland Championship. They're doing that by finding top form in the league. The big question for me um, in this game is how will Waterford fare without Austin Gleeson? who was sent off uh, a red card offence against Wexford in the destruction of Wexford late, late on in the game. Didn't look a heap in it, but he gave the referee the opportunity to send him off, and the referee took that opportunity with both hands uh, and gave him the red card. So Gleeson is not going to be available. Waterford decided not to appeal the decision. Um, so they obviously reviewed the footage and thought that there was no chance they'd get it overturned. Um, Gleeson scored two goals, three in the semi-final against Wexford, and he and Desi Hutchinson looked like just such an electric combination up forward. They were feeding the ball into the forward left corner to Hutchinson, and he was ferrying it in uh, to Gleeson, who was putting them into the net uh, with abandon. So that's my big question around this game is... How will Waterford cope without Austin Gleeson? I think there's more than enough. As we look, we've got um, Stephen Bennett, who has six goals, 40 points in this competition as well. So that they've no shortage of scorers. But you just got the feeling with Gleeson, he's their second top scorer, three goals, 22 points. That's a big loss. Um, and unfortunately for them, an avoidable loss. Um, you know, if lads just control their tempers late in games, you know, you're on your way to a final and you can help your team win some silverware. You can help your county win some silverware. So Gleason will no doubt be disappointed. Waterford will no doubt be disappointed not to have him. Um, so how will that impact the result? Well, my pick for this game, the outcome is Cork by two points. I think the Rebels are going to win by two points in an absolute thriller. The loss of Gleason won't be a killer for, for Waterford, but I think Cork just needs this silverware just that little bit more uh, as a bit of mental redemption after that All-Ireland defeat. They want to know that they can get there, make it all the way through a tournament, lift the cup at the end, and then they want to get on with the serious business of, of going after uh, true um, validation and winning that All-Ireland championship in a few months' time. So, 
I've got Cork by two points. I think it'll be a cracking game. I don't think Waterford's scoring will be slowed that much by the loss of Gleeson. They're, they're such a good team. They're in such good rhythm in that system under Liam Cahill. Um, I just think Cork across the board will just have just that little bit too much on the day. Um, and they just need that silverware in their hands to feel good about themselves going into championship uh, in a few months' time. Uh, just to help out some of the international viewers like myself, um, here are some, a selection of international start times for you. So obviously the game starts at 7.15 p.m. in Ireland, Saturday the 2nd of April. Uh, in the U.S., uh, East Coast time, it'll start at 2.15 p.m. on Saturday the 2nd. Over in France, 8.15 p.m. on Saturday the 2nd. Uh, Japan, if you're watching from Japan, with 3.15 a.m., uh, on Sunday, the 3rd of April. And for myself, it'll be an early start time at 4.15 a.m. Our clocks go back on that 3rd of April. So that is my preview for you of Cork v Waterford in the National Hurling League final. I'll be back with a full game recap for you um, the day after the match happens. I'll break down all that action for you then. And then we can get on to the business of previewing championship. I'm putting together some, some preview videos for each team. Um, going to try and do it from all levels, from uh, the Joe McDonough Cup right up to uh, the division, you know, Munster and Leinster divisions there. And we'll go through it all and break it down for you. All right, thanks, guys. If you've liked this video, maybe check out a couple of my other ones. If you'd like to, go and subscribe to the JBSE. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify. If you like what I've done that little bit more, you can go on over to Patreon and donate five US dollars a month to the JBSE. Early access to different content, videos, etc. That'd be much appreciated. Thanks very much, guys. Until next time, you've been awesome.